You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 108 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Mikey P. I love what you're wearing, man. I love it. I love it. 13 and 4, number one seed in the in the NFC this year. He said it. He said a couple <laughs> two weeks ago. 2-0, oh, baby. 2-0. and oh. But listen, everybody, I'm sure you're like, you know, video audience, you're like, oh, who's sitting next to Mikey P on the right? Philly Phil, can I have a drum roll, please? Because we have a special guest tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, cinematographer at the NFL Films, camera operator at NBC Sports Philly, son of a legend. Ray Dininger, the one and only Dave Dininger. Welcome to the show, man. So, Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do? Because uh, you have like the coolest job ever and the coolest family ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. That's, the, that's the best introduction we're I ever like, had. We're like big fans here, so. Go so, ahead, man. Uh, basically, what I do is uh, uh, I'm a cameraman for uh, Thursday Night Football on Amazon, uh, low end zone. Uh, I'm also a cameraman uh, for NBC's coverage of Notre Dame football. And I also work Sundays for NFL Films as a cinematographer, as I've been doing since 1996. Uh, doing everything from uh, regular top camera to wires and sound. <laughs> That's so awesome, man. So why don't you tell us, since you're traveling a lot, where is your favorite place to travel for football? It's hard not to say uh, places like uh, Buffalo, um, Green Bay. You know, they're just they're, they're classic, classic places. Uh, I like going to Philly. I love I love being home. I love doing Eagles games. Uh, but, you know, Baltimore's a great atmosphere. I love the stadium in Houston. I would probably say the coolest stadium I think is uh, is is probably Dallas. Oh wow! Yeah, but it's uh, really cool. That's, that's the one thing they got going for them is that stadium. Yeah, it's a nice that's stadium. It. That's all they have. L.A. is a very nice stadium too, but but Dallas, I would say Dallas and L.A. are probably the two nicest in the league. 
Wow, that's awesome. Man. I would think uh, the Raiders Stadium would be pretty cool too. I'm there in a couple weeks for Notre Dame BYU for your first time. Uh, yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, first time in that stadium. People ask all the time. They're like, "Well, what, what, how many stadiums have you done?" That's the only stadium I haven't done. Is is the new Raider Stadium? But the weird thing is, it's like, okay, well, I've done the Vet and the Link. I've done Giant Stadium and MetLife. I've done Foxborough Stadium and Gillette. You know, when you start wrapping around and now you're doing like 50 55 60 stadiums you're like i've been doing this way too long (laughs) you know you've been to you know you've been the old uh the murph out in san diego and then they moved to the new place in la and you've been the candlestick and you've been to the old la Coliseum or the old uh, oakland coliseum and the la coliseum wow but it's it's crazy when you start thinking wow how many places have i been how many stadiums have i seen and you think about when you get I start to feel old now because I remember my dad saying, oh, I remember when I, I remember when that guy's dad played. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, it's like, that <laughs> kind of sounds like you're, you've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Well, now I'm actually saying, oh my God, I remember when that guy, when I was, I shot that guy's dad. <laughs> like now I'm the old man. So it's, it's strange. Tables turn, right? Yep. Tables are turned. Oh, so geez. Outside, ahead. outside of the Eagles Super Bowl. What is the best game you filmed? Any sport? Any sport. Great question. Uh, Phillies World Series. Phillies World Series. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't Phillies beat that. You can't beat that. that. That's, that's classic. Yeah. I spoke to, you remember Neil Hartman? From yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Neil teaches at Rowan, and I actually spoke to his class today, and somebody asked me that same exact question. Other than the Eagles Super Bowl, what was your, your most memorable uh, game that you did? And I said, without a doubt. It was the 08, 08 World Series yeah. clincher. Uh, and then second was probably earlier uh, the next season, Halliday threw the no-hitter. Wow. We were there for that. Against the Cardinals? Uh, I was, uh, Reds. Reds. Against the Reds. I was at history, that game. History, man. That's yeah. history. Yeah. My, uh, my friend worked for the Phillies in 08, and he was at that game when they won the World Series. And he okay. said you could feel the stadium shake. It was it was great. <laughs> it was great. When they won the Philly's World Series, it was Phillies the awesome. best. It was yeah. awesome. So, I mean, passion. nothing tops Philadelphia sports-wise, though, right? Like, nothing. There's no other place that is as good. No, there's there's places to try. Boston's good. Their fans are passionate. Um, but no, I mean, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Philly. I'm from here, grew up on all the teams. I, I think it's the best. It's the best I think it's the, the best sports city in the world. I think it's the best city in the world. I really do. I, I absolutely love this city. It's awesome, man. Yesterday's atmosphere was absolutely wild. I was there earlier and it was just insane insane and there's a vibe about this team right now there's a vibe uh the fans feel it and then they see that performance after last night beautiful you know what how about we would get right into this stuff let me do my thing real quick and then philly phil you know what to do after that <laughs> all right so p and i episode 108 featuring dave dinninger powered by playmaker it's brought to you by prize picks daily fantasy made easy also, we are live right now at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com, where you need to go right now and subscribe to our show to keep up with all the latest football coverage. You don't want to miss it. Last but not least, look at what Nick Theories is wearing. What is it? Fantastic fabric. Come get yours now. There you go. Courtesy of IPP Pressworks, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. DM us if you want P&I merch, and we'll give you pricing and details, and we'll get you taken care of. All right? Ladies and gentlemen, Philly Phil, hit that fly, Eagles fly. Let's go, baby. It's also the best song. 
the best. And Hoskins, too. Who's in the suite. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Man, what a game. The Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football. 24-7 victory over the Minnesota Vikings in dominating fashion, okay? It was on both ends of the football. So let's go right into it. How about we talk first about Jalen Hurts' performance? I actually want to ask Dave a question first. I know it's early. I know it's only his second year as a starter. Do you think Jalen Hurts is the guy? you think he's the franchise quarterback? I think after watching these first two weeks, you have to think you're on the right path. I mean, this guy, uh, he did everything right last night. 80, 84% pass uh, percentage, um, completion percentage. He just managed the game. He's not making bad throws. He's not panicking. Uh, he's not trying to make too much happen. If he feels pressure, he goes down. If he feels pressure and can get out of there, he does. Um you know he's he's throwing rolling out of the rolling out of the pocket making making passes on target and i i i, I don't see why he can't be see i like that answer and I'll, I'll tell you what maybe everyone will agree with me here my thought on this right off the bat th that was the best game easily the best half the first half that Jalen hurts has ever played as an eagle not even a question. oh yeah it's and, and the poise was there the accuracy was there the touch on the throws he looked like the veteran in the game. Yes. Not Kirk Cousins. Mr. 2-10 on Monday nights. Oh, my God. We owned him. Three interceptions, regular. Um, but Jalen Hurts, guys, I mean, is there anything else that stood out to you? And obviously, like, you know, very impressive. I yes. want to hear what your thoughts are in, in terms of his growth and development. And kind of the same question I just asked Dave. Do you think that he's trending in that direction right now? Yes, yes. When the one play I saw where I saw growth was when he rolled to his left and completed a strike to uh, Quez Watkins. I didn't see that last year. It was accurate. It was on point. He got the ball out. It, it, it was beautiful. That's what you want to see in Jalen Hurts. And he did that. He's throwing the ball phenomenal. He can make plays with his feet. He's a dual threat quarterback. He, he is definitely the franchise, the future of this franchise. No question about it. If, the, if Chicago thinks Justin Fields is their franchise, then I don't I don't think Eagles fans should question Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Serious. No, I'm with you. I'm he with played you. excellent. The Eagles, they they rally around him. He's a great leader. You could tell that that this team is different. They play with a lot of heart, a lot of passion. They're playing for each other. And I'm I'm loving this, man. I, I think they're this is gonna be a great season for them. And I, I I'm excited about it. I, I really am. I think they took care of business last night convincingly the second half was eh, you know i wish we could score points in the second half but you know you learn from that you know you only get better it's only week two so i'm not going to panic on that but the first half was flawless execution perfect and that that should get everybody excited for the season yeah much of the same i was actually going to reference that throw to quez Watkins when he rolled out to his left and it was across his body um but i mean I, I mean i've mentioned this before he just has he has all the physical gifts it's just can he put the refine the rest of his game and I, you can tell yeah. just from some of them throws last night that he was working hard in the offseason 
And like for me with Jalen Hurts, it's like he is a leader of men. Like I've said this a million times. Like he he's just that guy. Like I like I feel like the team is rallying around him. I feel like you can just tell that the city, the fan base, they're embracing him, his leadership, the way he carries himself. I just, I mean, he avoided big hits last night when he was scrambling. I mean, the one touchdown run that he had where, you know, he spun and then uh, fell forward from, like, the five-yard line. Like, he really is a dual-threat quarterback. And, like, the throw to Watkins was right on the money. Um, <clears throat> the one to uh, A.J. Brown on the slant route, like, those are perfect time. Those are perfectly timed passes. And a the, the just the presence of A.J. Brown helps him. And we were talking about that last year because it takes pressure off of him because he's a legitimate yep. wide receiver one. Like, that's what you need when you have young quarterbacks like that. It happened with Dak Prescott when they went and got Amari Cooper. This is the type of things that you need to get these young quarterbacks going. Yeah, and another good point, too, is that he's he's not just giving it to A.J. Brown. He's spreading the ball around. He's giving it to Goddard. He's giving it to Watkins. He's giving it to his running backs. He's getting everybody involved, and that makes him even more scary. So I, I'm loving it, man. And it's, it's been great. great to touch to on what you said about the uh, – the second half, like, I do wish we scored points and everything, but, like, what was impressive to me is they had three drives in the 30-yard line, and they didn't score. Darius Slay locked up Justin Jefferson. Actually, like, legitimately locked him up. This man calls himself the best wide receiver in the league. Well, he got shut down. And I Plain think, and simple. Yeah. Point blank. He was yeah. shut down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just it's a... It's just crazy to me to watch that after... Because, like, we just dominated them from a defensive standpoint. And they just ran through Green Bay, who most people believe is one of the top units in the game. So, what does that make the Eagles then? That's that's the question I'm going to pose to the table: is are the Eagles legitimate contenders so far, or do you want to see more? Like, I know it's early; it's week two, but these are, you know, this this win right here in the spotlight, pretty convincing. The offense dialed in two weeks in a row the defense gets it going are they legitimate contenders and you're allowed to say it's too soon to tell that's okay i'd say pump the brakes a little bit there you yeah. go just uh well you you would know the history better than anybody else <laughs> in your house <laughs> yeah 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 take it easy he don't want to get take ahead of himself easy. uh <laughs> no i mean they're doing everything right right now so, you know, i think people complained about their defense week one um they threw a couple more blitzes in last night. I think you get a little bit of pressure on Kirk Cousins. Just Finally. Happened. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were we were calling out Jonathan Gannon a lot last week. Yeah. At well, this show. You know. He, <laughs> he turned it around last night though. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what they did different. I mean, I know I I did see a couple more blitzes. Uh you know, Minnesota's line is not very good. I mean, we, I mean that that was coming into the game, people knew that. I've been trying to tell that to Mike. He has the Vikings as the division champs. Well, that's the thing. They got a chance. I'm not. You know what? Call me crazy. I would not sleep on Detroit at NFC North. Ooh. I, I, I really I, I, well, how can you? I joked about it. Look at what the <laughs> offense is doing. Not to go off topic, but I was going to say, if you look at, if you look right now, the th the strongest of the teams are the Vikings and the Lions, and you can make a case that it was the Lions because the Lions held in, hung in with the Eagles. Yeah. More than the Vikings did. They got they got the sun god. I'm on Raw. No, they got, they got, they got they, Dan Campbell. They can yeah. score points. Yeah, We know they can score points. It's the defense that's a question mark. That's the same with the Vikings. But, I mean, last night, the offense, it wasn't there. Right. It wasn't there. Um, the Eagles veterans looked like they stepped up last night, the veterans on the defense, because they were, they were kind of weak in week one. Um, that was my takeaway there. 
in terms of like what the, like pressure like, wise or just the the back end for example defense? like brandon graham fletcher cox um even darius slay it wasn't like a perfect game from any one of those guys josh sweat he was a little more active in this game yeah um I liked the way they were using Hassan Reddick a little bit better because they were dropping him into coverage a ton of week that's one. Stay, yeah. And that's that, not what we paid him for. No. He's a pass you know? rusher. Pass rusher. This right. guy gets after the quarterback. So uh, between that and, yeah, throwing in some more aggression with, with the blitzing, he answered the, the call. The, the back seven played great last night. Yeah. I mean, led by Edwards. Edwards had a, a great night linebacker. Uh, you could say that was his best game, right? He, he I, it, I think it was. Somebody asked me today, you know, well, Jordan Davis didn't really do anything. I'm like, well, you don't know, you don't know that because how many of those are designed runs into the A gap by by Dalvin Cook, and he goes to hit the A gap and Jordan Davis has it clogged. Then he's got to kick it outside. And he's getting tackled by Gra by Graham or by White or by, Dalvin or shut by down Edwards. Too. Yeah. Yes, it's it's never so, going to show up on the stat sheet for no, Jordan Davis. No. But we That's did need to see him play more. We were arguing that here last week too. Yeah. He did play more, uh, and I don't think it's I don't think it's a coincidence that he plays more. And what? How many? How many rushing yards did Dalvin Cook have? Seventeen yards. Okay. Two point eight average. So that's how many, crazy. So six how many, carries, yeah. by the so way. So how many times did he go to hit the a gap and? And Davis is there. So if you see the all 22 from the high end zone, you're going to see that maybe it was a design run there. And, yep. and Davis has it clogged up and he's got to kick it out. Bounce it back. Yeah. And, and, and somebody's back. there waiting for him. So even though Davis didn't get, didn't get credit for the tackle, I mean, he made the play happen. He did his job. Yeah. You know, and that's what makes the defense work. So overall, I mean, look, they shut out the Vikings in the second half. That's a takeaway from the defense. They hold them to seven points in the whole game. We're sitting here saying this is this is the bread and butter of this team. Offensive juggernaut, that's how they get into playoffs. See, I, I don't view the Vikings as an offensive juggernaut. I, I look at them as Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, right? If you take away Jefferson, who they got? They got Adam Thielen. He ain't going to hurt you. It's it's not 2018 anymore. It's hard to take away Jefferson, though. I mean, I, I think it's pretty still play, though. But he that's why they play. struggled, because they don't have another option. That's why Irv Smith Jr. was getting involved. He wasn't involved week one, but this week he was involved because he had to. He dropped a touchdown pass. Too. He did. That, that goes without that yeah, goes without yeah. saying. Yeah, he did. We'll bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the Jalen Rager revenge story was kind of shut down. Oh come on. Unfortunately. Yeah. It wasn't it was never a story. <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah. He he you know what? I you feel bad for the guy. I mean it's, Sure. He didn't tell the Eagles to pick him in the first round. I mean he what's he gonna say? No, 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 don't don't pick me, pick Justin. I mean, kick gets picked in the first round, he didn't work out. You know, he's shown the door and, you know, you you, you wish the kid well, but just not against you. And yeah. the thing is with Rieger, he probably went to, like, the worst team that he could possibly go to. You went Saw to the team. The wound. You went to the team they with a guy <laughs> that an entire city is miserable over that they didn't take. Yeah. They ship him right next to the guy taken after him. That's blows my mind. I, I can't help but feel like that was intentional. But the Vikings have to want him, too, you know? Well, yeah. So, um... Typical Kirk Cousins night, though. Mike, I, I just... Listen, if Kirk Cousins can't win games like this, big games, I don't see how they win a division. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I'm going to say it now. I know they beat the Packers week one. I, that well, counts only, for something. It was a bad spot for Minnesota, though. Are you, are you intrigued by the Packers beating the Bears? No, but they did their job. They played. They obviously played better in week two. No, no, no. Just the Bears stink. The Bears were running the football pretty well. Like, don't dismiss them. They well, were in the game at one point. Yeah, when it was and seven. And that's actually, nothing. like, yeah. that, that, <laughs> I'm just saying, though. Like, yeah. they were, they were, you know, 
That's a whole different ball game. If we want to talk about offense, remember the Packers are getting both their tackles back soon. Yeah, back to Yari and uh, when do they come back? That clearly made a difference, by the way. Elton Jenkins was back. I mean, look at that. So look at Aaron Jones. And God forbid you use Aaron Jones, right? Yeah. Everything goes with that team when that guy gets the ball. Just saying. He's good. Free Aaron Jones. Yeah. Their (laughs) wild cards are going to be their receivers. Yeah. Is how Rodgers finally meshes with those kids who's gonna be the the guy it looks like it's gonna be lazard. just like you know yeah i guess lazard he was sammy to be, Watkins. To be honest i would trust lazard right now over all of them oh i would too yeah i, I mean that's not sure. saying much but at least it's like there's something there he's he's at least familiar with he's their veteran guy yeah. yeah you know watkins is a veteran guy but you know watkins never panned out to anything that he was at clemson like everybody yeah. thought he was Which is a be. shame because he was a beast. He was amazing. He just can't stay player. on the field, you know? He yeah, had a, he had a good is. game, though. He yeah. had a good game. He did. Um, but, Dave, before we move on, I actually want to ask you, who's your NFC North champion this year? If you had to pick, like right now. Um, uh, if I had to pick, I would say the Packers. Had a boy. I would, I would That's my guy, man. That's, that's Did you just hear me. his thoughts on Listen, the Cardinals? <laughs> I, I really honestly, I mean, I'm going to root for, for Detroit. You know, I watched the Hard Knocks. Me too. Oh, I, I, I had friends that, that that were there with them for all six weeks, and um, amazing. You know, they're they are a. I mean, their coach. I mean, I'm sorry, but I, I kind of am a fan of those guys. How do you? Not, I want them to win. Yeah, the soft spot in your heart. I mean, you feel bad for the people. Of I do. Yeah. 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 You, you want that? them to do well. You see that wall yeah. right there? Yeah. When I watch Dan Campbell, I'm trying to sprint through that wall. Yeah. Right there. Okay. Right. I really actually I'm rooting for them too. Ash, no joke. Even though cool. I, I pick cool the Packers, I you know, we go back and forth. I really I would love to see the Lions. Yeah, me too. If I'm wrong, I want it to be the Lions. Yeah, me too. That's me too. Good point. I'll say that. Yeah. If I'm wrong about the Packers, I would love for it to be the Lions. Yeah. There you go. I'm with you. I don't go. care about the Vikings or the Bears, but So actually while you're here, since this is this is, you know, we're Eagles people. Let's kind of go into next week's matchup a little bit. Carson Wentz is in town. No, they're there. Uh, they're in, they're, they're I'm sorry. There. The they're Eagles in, are in Carson Wentz's town now. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this game? Initial thoughts. And do the birds pull it out? Because like, there's a spot here. Emotional letdown, you, you know. Ow. I don't know if it's an emotional letdown. It was a, big, it was a good win last night. Um, you got to realize that at that stadium is going to be all Eagles fans. I mean, Facts. Eagles games in Washington. Been there too. Eagles games in Washington have turned yeah. into... What Phillies games in Washington used to be in 08 and 09 and 2010. So it's going to sound like a home game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if Wentz has to go to a silent count in his own stadium because of the Eagles fans <laughs> making noise. Wow, it's a good point. Um, it's a great point. It matters uh, though. Yeah, absolutely. It does. absolutely makes a difference. It really does. And uh, you know, but I I, I would say I, I would think the Eagles can. I mean, rooting for them i would love to see the eagles win that game i think they can win that game yeah I, i'm i know i mentioned the emotional letdown thing that's that's my job but i don't think so i think this team is just different i think they're very motivated and i think you know revenge plots this year they haven't worked out for everyone involved right. let's just say that so far this year revenge plots haven't been good so i think i'm gonna go with the eagles and i think that they're gonna be able to get pressure on carson wentz and uh, I don't want to say he's going to turn the football over too much because he will. He's prone to doing that. He, he's off to a good start. Like, let's be fair. 
seven TDs in two two games. But I'm going to be real. The Eagles are going to get a lot of pressure on him, and he's going to make mistakes, and the Eagles are going to win this game. The Eagles are just That's better. Just, they're a better team. They're they, a better... The Redskins... Oh, Redskins. Commanders, they don't have the weapons that, that the Vikings do. And if the Eagles, you know, secondary plays like they did last night, I don't see why they, should, why they wouldn't. Win. And their offensive well, line is still well, gelling, too. Um, I actually would think that Washington's offensive line is a little bit better, but not by much. Not really by much. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a matchup for the, the Eagles. wide receivers aren't terrible. Like, oh no, Jahan they got Dodson skill players. They got Barry skill, pretty good, yeah. solid. Yeah, they got skill McCarn. players. Yeah, I mean they got they got good skill position players. Uh, they got a Gibson who's been playing pretty well this season as well. Uh, but I just think the Eagles are more talented. I think they're yeah, going to come after Wentz, and that's going to be the ball game. Yeah, I think it's a bad spot for Wentz and them. To be honest, I just think the Eagles are rolling. They're hot, and I just I don't see how they can keep up. I mean, they went into an early deficit with the Lions. And the Eagles' offense is a lot more potent than the Lions' is. And their defense. Lions are, excuse me. And I just I don't see I just don't see how they keep up. I think we're going to score points. I think the, uh, the Commanders, they gave up like the 25th most points to wide receivers last year, too. So it's just like their defense didn't do anything to improve. So before we, before we move off the Eagles, guys, because we're, we're fluffing them up a little bit right now. If you have any concerns about the Eagles so far through two weeks, what would they be? And you could go through a couple. Themselves. I'm dead ass uh, serious. I'll say, I'll say one. I think the defensive line can get better pressure. They can get they can bring more pressure. Great point. I feel like they've been kind of meh the first two weeks. I like to see them get after the quarterback with four people instead of bringing the blitz. If they could do that with the lockdown corners, they're going to be hard to beat. That's that was my biggest glare that I saw. I would say for uh, just hurts to keep his confidence up. You know, even if he has a bad half, if he has a bad game, push it aside and go on with the next one. Don't don't let it get in your head. You know, and don't start. I I heard people calling the radio today saying he should be in consideration for the MVP. I mean, don't don't start saying MVP stuff. Yeah, it's, let's, game, it's game two. Luckily, let's not put pressure and, and, and on him yet. Think, and if you really honestly. Have watched the first two weeks and, and and thought that he should be ahead of Josh Allen right now. I mean, then you don't know what you're looking at. Yeah, right. Facts. <laughs> yeah. And my thing is, is too like luckily for him though with Jalen Hurts, I just feel like he has he has the mental toughness to block that stuff out. Like I don't feel like he's one that gets his head filled up with that. No, listen to him in a you know listen to him in a press conference. He's yeah. very monitored. Just even kill. You know, it's all about yes. the team. Yeah. It's all and about that's what you need. You need somebody that could just. You, you control your, that energy and, and all those emotions. Where the, sky, emotions. where the sky is not falling. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's I got the you. perfect personality for this city. Everything, is, everything with him is a you know it's, it was a collective effort. It was a team effort. It was, yeah, a, he's he a is, born he leader. He is all about the team. Love it. That's why the guys love him. I see. I see in the comments. Cut down on penalties. Don't stop blitzing. Shady said Bills Eagles Super Bowl today. I think he said that last week too. Actually. I actually but, love that too from John blitzing. Yeah, we should blitz. Blitzing. We have the personnel to do it, and we have the D backs. Yeah, to withstand it. Go for it, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Put pressure on the quarterback. Make him make quick decisions. I, I would go for it. I would. I would be playing press coverage this week and send a blitz. See if they adjust. Zero coverage. Just send it. Yeah. Send you it. know. Um, but I see. So, Dave in the comments saying cut down on the penalties. That's actually leading to my point. I was going to say. The Eagles offensive line, which I think is the best in the league. Aside from Lane Johnson, I think the line has not played very well so far. 
And that's saying something considering the production they put out. The line's been eh, iffy. I think they could be better than what they've been so far. Well, I would like to know. I, I've been doing games for years, and I've never seen so many illegal man downfield. Yeah. On, oh, my Strange, God. Right? Was, that, was, that, was that. that a rookie? Was that a rookie? line judge last night i would love to know dude i was watching the I game with know, my brother man. and i said and i'm like i have never seen that many illegal man down field calls ever in my life i'm so glad you brought that up because i totally forgot about that yeah, yeah. so that's where discipline comes into play you know they had three or four of them yeah the they, one on Devonte smith even though it's a different penalty that was bs that's not that's not he that's not pass interference on oh, Devontae's yep. part he didn't touch him he tried to avoid him yeah, he got in his way, but that's part of the oh, scheme. Oh, set the screen, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's part of the scheme of the play. Yeah. He didn't touch the defender. You could call that on every one of those plays. Exactly. exactly. That's I've such seen an objective way worse. Call. Look, don't get me wrong. I do not want to be an NFL official. They've got the hardest job on the field. Yeah. yeah. They really do. 100%. So much but pressure on them. But sometimes, you know, you got to let the guys play. Yeah. I mean, if, it's, if it's a hold, if it's something that doesn't have a, an effect on the play, let it go. Yeah. And I think the I totally quietest agree. the quietest position battle, by the way, of the Eagles offseason was at right guard. Isaac Sayamalu playing left guard his whole career. It's different technique there. You're being asked to step back on the opposite foot. He looks a little iffy right now, like he needs some more reps. Um, I actually thought Jack Driscoll had a chance to win that job based on how he played, but he also can't stay healthy. So that's an interesting situation. I'm just pointing it out. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, obviously the Eagles 2-0, very impressive. So, anyway, are you guys ready for the next one? You know it. You know it. Philly Phil, change it up. Oh, man, guys. San Francisco 49ers. I think you know what's going to happen. Trey Lance. God, I feel bad for the so kid. Do I. Trey Lance. It was just a weird play, too. Stops dead right in front of the defender. His his leg, his ankle kind of caved underneath him. He is out for the year now with a broken ankle. And Jimmy G is now the starter. Yeah, see them smiling? They love Jimmy G. I'm a fan of Jimmy G. But he there's wins. nothing wrong he with wins. that. No, it's, it's okay. It's okay. But Jimmy G, they kept him. Credit to them for making it work. He is now the starting quarterback again for the San Francisco 49ers. They cruise to the win. I don't think we need to talk too much about the game, but um, they cruised over the Seahawks. And my question for everybody, and I'm going to start with you, Dave. Now that Jimmy G's a starter, are the 49ers better positioned to win than they were with Trey Lance? It's tough, I know, because you couldn't lob me up a saw. You couldn't just say, uh, it's boy, a tough I'm glad one. they didn't trade that guy, huh? Um, Actually, you know what? Can, can, I you? can I pause you for yeah, a second? Sure, sure. What are your thoughts on Jimmy G first as a starting quarterback in the NFL? Like, how, where does he rank? Is he good? Is he, is he average? No, Phil, turn his mic off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, turn his let, mic him off. let him talk. You got the, what are your yeah, thoughts on this guy as a quarterback? Uh, he's different than Lance, obviously. He's, you know, Lance is a guy that's going to tuck it and run and take off. Jimmy G's more of a pocket guy. Uh, you know, he'll run when he has to. I think they're in a better place right now with Garoppolo. I do. Smart guy. I'll be honest with you. I, I'll tell you this. They're, they're happy they didn't trade him. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're lucky they didn't. They're lucky they didn't trade him. They don't him. deserve him. 
I'm sure I'm sure that they were getting some sniffs from Dallas last week and they held on. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. I think just because of the fact that it's so early in the season, this is the time when I thought like, oh, Trey Lance gelling. It's going to take a minute. In terms of when this happened, yeah, I do think that they're better positioned because simply knowing the playbook, um, being a leader there, being a proven veteran, which Trey Lance, you know, he didn't really get to show anything, actually. That's the that's the part that sucks to me, is I just wanted to see if the kid can play at all. Mm -hmm. I've now seen him play in two feet of standing water at Soldier Lake, and see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. Soldier Lake, I caught you. And then, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm corny. I'm glad I wasn't there that day. <laughs> I'm corny, sorry. Um, and then only three pass attempts in this game. I just want to see if he can play. Like, that's it. So, it, you know, it sucks because like now his offseason, he's going to be rehabbing. I, I don't know what so, they'll do. It's tough. I don't but, know what they'll do. And I said this. I, we were talking about this. If he were to get benched, like if Jimmy G goes in there because they're going back to the playoffs, if he stays healthy, if he goes back to an NFC championship game or even better yet, a Super Bowl because the NFC is wide open. How do you trade him? I, I, I'm, I'm being serious when I say that. How do you trade him? And if you do, you're just foolish. It doesn't make any sense to me. And on top of that is Lance going to be gun shy to take off again early next yeah. year if he's the starter. Mm, that's a good point. You know, that's a great point. Yeah. And you, you got to wonder, yeah. like, I mean, look, none of us could have expected this. We no. were talking about if he loses the job just simply due to playing. And no. this just changes everything. I feel like. Everything that we've hashed out a million times on this That's, show. That was an, I mean, that was an ugly injury. Yeah. I mean, that was like the, the Prescott injury yeah, a couple years ago. Dang one. Yeah, it, it literally looked like a compound fracture. Yeah. Like, the, the more they zoomed in and did slow motion, it's like, oh, oh. Like, I'm just like. Uh, that that should not happen. I'm like, yeah, he's done. He's done. Um, so, in terms of, like, where the 49ers stand in the NFC, guys, because the Rams, they have some questions. Does this change the... The, AFC, uh, the NFC West race at all for you? Like, sure does. Does Absolutely. this mean... I mean, look, you can tell me. Who's your division champion right now, if you had to pick? Who's I'll, the division I'll say champion? Rams. In I'll the say, West? Yeah. yeah, Rams. Rams got a tough schedule, man. I'm more inclined to say the Niners. Because I'm, I'm a little skeptical myself. I'll go Niners. I'll say right now, I think, it's the, I think the Niners have it better because I think they have... I think the schedule allows them to do it I and also just how they play against the rams too yeah. I, I still will pick the rams but i think it just got a little bit closer um otherwise though so wild card team 49ers i had them in oh park. i like, think so they're definitely a playoff team yeah i think so okay so i don't and don't sleep on the cardinals either thank you i mean we're going there in a minute so can you hold that thought? Because I actually, well, I want to hold you. I hold the thought. I want to hold you to the. Well, I want to ask you this question I too. I want to say one thing about the Jimmy G. I, I think what's super underrated about that situation is that he got a slice of humble pie being benched for Trey Lance, and the fact that he stayed, his teammates know that he's with them. Like that is underrated. I think that's that is the, it shows leadership. It's going to want the players to want to play for him because they they know that he cares. He stayed with the Niners and he has familiar he's familiar with the entire roster 
He's been there before. I, I think that is super underrated. Like, I feel like the players are going to rally around him even more because of the situation that he went through. You got a point to a degree, but money talks too. Like, there's no way he would have got a better deal in free agency than what he just got. Sure, with but, the incentives too. Sure. Like, he, he actually could stand to make he made all of the money back now well, that he lost. I'm talking bonuses, yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot I'm of talking about the way he was treated though in the offseason. Oh I mean, yeah, they, yeah they he was class. Like, he was nothing. He you was know class. what kind of professional that takes? Absolutely. To to, to come back, to to be working out on a side field, not even part of the team, in training camp, yes. and and be willing to swallow your pride when they say we we couldn't trade you, so you're still our you're our backup, and willingly go into, I mean that guy is a teammate. Absolutely, and they're gonna want to play for him even more because of that. That's underrated. And yes. there's there's definitely some in the locker room. I mean there was some stuff floating around it. I mean, I'm sure this could be just headline bait, too, but I bet you there is part of that locker room that's like, okay, well, we've done this before. We're all right. Did you, you know? see him smirking when he came in on that Yeah, he was, he was smiling, man. He that was, was like, all right. Yeah, 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 I'm, him. Like, you know, I'm him. I caught that. I caught that. Yeah, no but, doubt. And he, and he, you know, he was up and down, mostly a pretty good game. They cruised. So, um, but I do want to ask Dave before we move on from this team, because we did a quarterback tier. Okay. segment on this show and we graded quarterbacks we were like elite great sure good above average average below average mediocre where does he fall on that who's this garoppolo garoppolo uh he's good 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 he's probably in that you know between above average and good yes yeah very yeah i would say fair. that i would say that that's fair He's a viable starter. Yeah, he's viable. Absolutely. He should he should be starting in this league. Yes. So listen, would, listen, would you rather have him starting for your team or Geno Smith? <laughs> yeah. He said that too. Period. Dave's potting. Period. Yes, he is. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what he says next though. Philly Phil. Let's go, baby. Is Philly Phil ever on the show? Like, what do you guys you guys never bring he Phil? He chimes in here. Philly Phil there. gets no love. We don't have a chair for Philly Phil. He's the best. He's behind the glass. He's the best in the world at what he yeah, does. Phil, you can answer him if you want. <laughs> Thank there you. you there you go. Give Philly Phil his flowers. Yeah, Philly Phil defers to us with the sports stuff, so that's that's cool. If he wants to be behind the glass, God bless him. He's the man. He's the best at, at everything he does right there. So, <laughs> um, shout out to Philly Phil. But listen, I gave him that shout out. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah, you did. So, guys, if you missed this one, oh, man. Come on, Nick. Come on, baby. Las Vegas. <laughs> the Raiders. Mikey P's upset of the week. The Arizona Cardinals, led by Kyler Murray, they were dead to rights. Comeback OT thriller victory to send the Raiders to 0-2. What happened in this game? And I, I'm i going to just, I'm going to let you guys have the floor because what do I got to say? I'm, I'm, you know, I picked the game. I'm smiling. It was a great pick. You were, I just want to hear what you say about Kyler mostly. Um, the, so the throw that he made to AJ Green was one of the best throws I've ever seen. I can't believe he made that. Yeah. And um, the, the one and the that Marquise Brown dropped too. Yeah. Um, I will say this though. He started, they started coming back when he started playing schoolyard football. 
and scrambling 85 yards for a two-point conversion is not sustainable. No. Now, I was impressed with some of the things he did. He did make some spectacular plays. Like, he led them back to victory, which is what you paid him to do. So I'll give him all his flowers there. But to me, it was more of a collapse from the Raiders. Fair. I'm going to say this so you know. We don't like Mike and I, the two Mikes, do not like Cliff Kingsbury at all. So him saying this right here is like well, music. They won. And I, here's the thing. I almost I wish they would have lost, number one, because it would have been funny because I'm not a kind yeah, of fan. Yeah. But number two, it would have made Cliff's uh, maybe. I don't know because he just got extended. But you would have heard the noise and his seat start to get hot because that was it's 20 to zero at half and 23 to seven going into the fourth quarter it, they were pathetic because the raiders they they got to win that game that's besides yeah, the point we'll get was, there we'll get there yeah but no kyler what murray you just said right there the second they left the structure of his offense kyler murray could not be stopped no that was some of the best quarterbacking you'll see like that's his ceiling it was the it, first half murray not he so was much actually a human highlight reel because i was watching it and i'm like oh my god i mean they just he was just running all over the field. And then the throws he were making, like I said, that throw to A.J. Brown, to go over the linebacker and come down when you're five foot seven, is just incredible. And A.J. Green, by the way, prior to that two-point conversion, I was wondering if he's just, he's a total wash at this point. Because yeah. last year he showed moments, but like, I, I never seen him drop the ball so much in a game. He was bad. Uh, he's usually shorthanded. Yeah. So I was a little bit worried about that. And then Marquise Brown dropping it. I was like, okay, the Raiders just won the game right there on that on that drop in overtime um but yeah nick theories i want to hear from you because I'm you're the biggest raiders backer here i was i'm the biggest cardinals backer here so we bet on uh you know a little friendly wager on a sandwich oh sandwich. That, was, uh -oh. that was this game friendly we friendly wage what kind of sandwich actually probably mott sticks right yeah. mott sticks that's yeah. a solid bet yeah, it is. It is. It's all about. I got. I got a couple mod sticks on the way for uh, piles over here, but you know we'll get over there soon. Yeah, uh, we we do this. We do this with food here. I, I'm disappointed in the Raiders. I mean, th especially in their usage in Devontae Adams. Right? You bring him in, you paid him all this money, and he had two catches for 12 yards. Yeah, he scored, but he wasn't really involved in the offense. Um, last week when the Cardinals played the Chiefs, Juju had 79 yards with six catches. MVS had 44 yards with four catches. And you're telling me Devontae Adams can only get you two catches for 12 yards and a touchdown against the Cardinals? I'm confused by that. I think they really uh, played poorly in terms of getting the ball into their playmakers' hands. Renfro fumbling twice in a row. He got drilled. Uh, two, I, I, don't, I don't think he should have even been in there because did you see him get drilled before? Concussed. Yeah, after he got hit. The and then he got time. hit again. It's like they were checking him out man. after the game. Yeah, so I, I was disappointed. And I, I honestly, I mean, look, that the, the two-yard, I mean, the two-point conversion with Kyler Murray, that was like Madden. That was unreal. Like that was Vick. Madden 2004, Vick. Michael Vick. I'm yep. sitting there, I'm like, wow, this is insane. Like, nobody can get him down. And no, the, fact that the, the fact that the end zone was wide open like that for him to score was insane. And it wasn't was just no that play either, Nick. It was like a number of plays yeah. where he did that towards the end. It and crazy. it was just like, I was just like, he hates his coach, obviously. He knows but how to extend the play, though, doesn't he? But you're right, though. That throw for the two-point conversion to tie the game was immaculate. Like, that Couldn't is have been serious better. vision, precision. Uh, it, he had zip on the ball. It, it, it was a great, great pass. And I'm not a Kyler guy. We, we It's pretty well I'm known. happy you guys are keeping it a buck, but honestly. It, it's, I, it's, I wasn't sure what you were going to say. Bro, no, no, I, I, I watched it. five players like, in the league that can make that throw, and I did not think he was one of them until that time and just the escapability yeah. too i'm going to point this out 
he may be the only guy that can do what we just saw there in terms of um just scrambling there i know that lamar jackson can run i know that but he's a bigger guy Not and Ky kyler murray's agility and suddenness I, I don't think there's another quarterback can that can do what he just did there right escaping the pressure extending the play i mean i felt like he was running for a minute it was unreal it, it was yeah, yeah um, this, this is Mahomes, trademark maybe. trademark him maybe maybe, maybe Josh Allen, Mahomes. but like they'll catch up to him at some point because he because yeah. kyler murray he can stop on a dime and just yeah. accelerate. He'll make it look stupid. Yeah. Honestly. So that was as best as you'll see from him. Yeah. I'm happy Hats you off. guys are fair. That's off. That's um, the ceiling. Because there was obviously two stories of this game. And that was, you know, one of them right there. He was exceptional at the end. So James Conner answered as usual. Um, I want to ask you guys from a uh, fantasy perspective. Do you think that after what you saw from Daryl Williams and Eno Benjamin, if James Conner is out, do you think that either of those two are worth picking up? I'll say I know Benjamin is, just from you know, the PPR aspect. He, he does a lot of receiving. If he gets the carries along with the receiving, I think he's got some value there. I just don't know how they're how are they going to split the back? Right. Is it going to be 50-50? Or I, it's kind of, to me, it's like a shot in the dark because you don't know which one of them is going to get the work. Exactly right. Because Darrell Williams looked possessed. But, I mean, you know, Benjamin's had a great offseason by all accounts. Like, he was sprinkling in there. Last week, too. Can I? Yeah, I've never heard of that guy. <laughs> Seventh round pick from last year. He I was never, only relevant I, for like a minute last you year. You guys are like, oh, should they pick him up? I'm like, I have no idea. There never you go. Heard of that if guy. you have James Conner, there's some fantasy advice. <laughs> you know, Benjamin. Obviously, I don't have James Conner on yeah, the fantasy yeah. team, so I don't I, I need to know who that guy is. Because of this right here. He's just never healthy. So um, there's that with the Cardinals. So the Arizona Cardinals, one on one. The Raiders, though. So we do this little thing called facts or cap here. Facts, okay. facts meaning truth, cap meaning false. All right? So I'm going to throw in our first facts or cap question of the night. Tune in, the, audience, as well. Give us your answers. Yeah, and I'm still looking at the comment board. Trust me. So the 0-2 Raiders are in trouble. Facts or cap? Facts. No hesitation. I mean, there's no. I mean, you're in a you're you're zero and two, and you're in a division with the Chiefs and the Chargers. That's that's. And, and, I mean, play and, it simple. Right and there. the Broncos. I mean, right now, yeah, well, they, you, right well, now, right now, if you look at it, they've they have a chance to to finish last in that division. Can I can I tell you something? Uh, so. I, I was on the Broncos as a sleeper, and I'm a little nervous about them myself. But still, yeah, I get your point. As long as you got that guy quarterback, yeah, you got a shot. Uh, who, Nathaniel who Hackett, gets? Russell Wilson. Oh my! Yeah, God. Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, oh, you want to go there? <laughs> oh, he did it. Not me. I, I'm just saying. I, I'm with I'm just him. Saying. I think that their offense looks broken. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett. I know this is a facts or cap. Oh, and we'll get back to it. But since since he opened the door. Yo, in over his head. I, I, I don't. Yeah, worst he head, needs to pass over the play calling duties to somebody else. Done. Because he's, in over he's his head. yeah, he looks overwhelmed beyond easily. So behind, behind like Kingsbury and um, there's one other one that stood out to me. Freddie Kitchens, Jason Daniels, Joshua Daniels to a degree. Hackett's been by far the worst coach so far this season. Like, but, all like I said, as long as you still have number three at quarterback, yeah, I you mean, always have a chance. <laughs> I'm sure he'll, you know, I think that it's early. He's a little in over his head, and he'll figure it out as a coach. I'm not worried about Russ either. I'm happy you said that. 
I had a friend just text in say Raiders are going to win this week. Yes, they are. Gonna and they're going to win the following week against the Broncos. They're going to go two and two. Uh, we'll you. find that out. Well, yeah, so here, so back to the question. They, Facts are cap. The Raiders are in trouble. They're in trouble. Um, I just, for me with the Raiders, my whole concern was I kept saying last year, they should have never fire, fired Rich Bisaccia. You went through all that turmoil with guys getting arrested and all that, and Derek Carr with Hunter Renfro as his wide receiver one lugged you into the playoffs you were building something there like they were together that team and i just i don't like it i didn't like josh mcdaniels when he was in denver i have reserves about anybody that comes off of bill belichick's coaching tree bill you belichick reason bill belichick does not lead by example he's just the smartest guy in the room he dishes out duties and he does all that shit. he doesn't teach people he, like he he's not like andy reed you can tell by Andy Reid's head coaches, John Harbaugh, Doug Peterson. Like, you can just um, – um, who's the guy in Buffalo? I can't think of his name. Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Like, those are all Andy Reid guys. All of Bill Belichick's guys don't work because they just do one thing and that's it. He doesn't groom them and teach them to lead because Bill Belichick is just – he can do whatever he wants because he's Bill Belichick. He was only Bill Belichick because Tom Brady was there. And I'm just, I'm worried about Josh McDaniels. I always was. This has nothing to do with Derek Carr. Their offense is loaded with talent. They Derek should, Carr, you should not. Derek Carr hasn't been playing well either. When you lose, point that out. when you go up 20 to zero and 23 to seven, there is no excuse to lose that game. So I think, Agreed. I just, I think, I think they're in a world of trouble. And I think it has a lot to do with the leadership at the head coach. Agreed. I'm saying facts. Um, I'm saying cat. And quite simply, like, look, if they lost these games and look good doing it, it might be a different story here. I, you know they, they, they lost. They lost by five to the Chargers. They had it. They blew that game against the Cardinals. They they were not good against the Chargers. They got back into it. Give them credit. That's some character. But they they were not good in that game. And Derek Carr especially was not good in that game. Well, think about it. And they then were this not week, good and lost by five. That's not. It's not terrible. Yeah, but they, they should have just taken the out. foot off the gas. They were controlling that game. Possibly. You yeah. know, the, Derek Carr did not look good in that game. Um, Derek Carr didn't look great in this one either. Although it wasn't entirely his fault this time. I'm surprised he didn't go to Devontae Moore. I love that point that you said. Um, after feeding him tons of targets the first sense. week, it does not make sense, especially with that matchup. Yeah, I The agree. Cardinals secondary, that's their biggest weakness besides offensive line and coach. Devontae Adams should have tore them up. Yeah, so inexcusable there, but that just gets me thinking, hey, maybe McDaniels wasn't ready for this again. I don't know. I'm not going to go out there and say, that he's been as bad as Nathaniel Hackett or anything. But no. um, the Raiders also look like they're in trouble, and the offensive line is a problem as expected. Um, the secondaries play better than expected at some points for me, even though I think they're a massive problem in that division. Like, they're going to get smoked. So It's two weeks. It's like, two it's weeks, two but two this weeks. is like it's this early. team needs – they can't afford to get off to a slow start, and then they face Tennessee coming off a loss in Tennessee – who I like the Raiders in that spot initially, but Tennessee's no slouch either. No, they're not. They just got embarrassed. I agree. And they, they win games they're not supposed to. So it's not going to be easy. That's the point. They also got there embarrassed. You go. There's a comment. Too. Raiders lose next week. They go 0-5. Oh, What's up, Colin? Boy. The sky is falling. 0-5? I would beg to differ on that. But This is a pivotal game. Like They have to win this one. They, they could be in major trouble. I agree with that. I mean, yep. this is a must-win. Yeah, they play. You can't they play believe the we're Titans. saying that in week three. Well, look, they no, play well, the well, Titans. Anytime you're in a you're in a division with, you know, Kansas City and and L.A. Yeah, I mean, Those almost games are important. every week is almost a must-win. 
Absolutely. You keep up. Yeah, I agree. But they play the Titans and they play the Broncos. The, the Broncos game is going to be major if, if the Raiders can win next week. Raiders are at home in that one, too. Who do the so, Raiders have next week? Uh, they have Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee in Tennessee. And then they have Denver at home. Okay. Pivotal game. All right, moving on. Two and two. We got a few more, guys. Philly Phil. There he is. Guys, and James is going to love this because I saw him in the comments. The Dallas Cowboys. Led by Cooper Rush. Coming for Dak. Cooper Rush <laughs> leads the Cowboys to a game-winning field goal upset win over who? None other than the Cincinnati Bengals. And Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. The Bengals look unhinged, man. What is going on here? I think the angle, obviously, that we're going is what is going on with the Bengals? Uh, what is going on? They're offensive line. Like, every time I see Joe Burrow drop back the pass, there's like three guys in his face. Did they clean it up in the offseason? I don't know. It didn't look like it. Nah. What do you think, Dave? It's bad. You know, they drafted him and he got hurt, had the knee injury. And uh, his first year back healthy, and you're you're like, okay, they got it, they got to build a line, or they're going to get this kid killed. And you think they addressed it, and then they fall back into the same routine where he's running for his life every time the ball snaps. Now, granted, it's you know you got Micah Parsons on the other side of the line, who's who's looks like the second coming of Lawrence Taylor, right, right as of right now. He's a beast. Um. That's you know, crazy, I, who does Cincinnati have this week? Cincinnati um, coming up, you're saying? Yes. Okay, I got you. Cincinnati got is playing. Um, well, well. <laughs> yeah, in New York. Yeah, in New York, that doesn't matter. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll win that game. It's yeah. literally a must win. Yeah, wild. they're going to win because the Jets are coming off an emotional loss. I mean, emotional win. Emotional sorry, win, yeah. Sorry, Which sorry. you picked, by the way. That was a good one. Um, but and that was an exciting. There's one. no way to write. There's there's no better way to write the ship than to see the Jets on your schedule. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So, I guess this is going to be another facts or cap for you guys. Facts or cap? The Owen two Bengals are in trouble. Uh, that's facts for me. They got they got issues, man. I mean, he's on pace to get sacked 111 times. I mean, because you love Joe Burrow. You're, I, love I mean, him. we all do, but Joe like you're, you a, he's gave about him the E-word designation. He's about that to be being elite. Joe Wheelchair. Because he's 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 <laughs> going to move his legs. <laughs> Joey Wheels. Wheels. It's, I, it's, it's, it's actually crazy oh what's God. happening to him. He just he, he doesn't have he doesn't have a second to throw the ball. That's crazy. <laughs> Joe Wheelchair, bro. It's coming. It Here takes he time. Had his knee torn up. It takes time for O lines to gel, and they they plugged a lot of different pieces in here. They spent a lot of money there. It takes time, but I didn't think it would be this bad. But they look. Here's the thing. But you added two guys, and you look worse than it than you did last year. How do you get worse when you add two? You know, is it their offensive line coach? I or, or I don't it's know. I have no idea. But something's up because he's literally he's going to lose his legs. He's he's getting he's he's been sacked 15 times. It's going in the week three. Like that's a that's a serious concern. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I don't think they're I don't think uh, they're in trouble yet. So you're partial they're in, cap. They're in danger of they're in danger of being in trouble if 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 this keeps up. If they don't if they don't sure up that offensive line, they're they're 
Yeah, they may be in trouble. You got a little more faith in them than the Raiders, per se. I have more faith in... Yes, I have more faith in the Bengals than the Raiders. And who did you have, if you had to pick, who's your AFC North champion? And I'll tell uh, you who we had after that. Oh, it's the Ravens. Me too. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. I had guys. I don't this, think that's. I don't think that's really going out on a limb. You come back here every Tuesday, okay? I don't think that's every going Tuesday, out on a limb because I'm on an island with this. Well, ju- if we're going off of both last games, I feel even better about the Bengals than I do about the Ravens because they just gave up that big lead. But we're about to go there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried as <clears> much well. About I mean, look, that. the Bengals and their next four games, they play the Jets in New York. They're home against the Dolphins. The Dolphins are pretty good. Um, and it's a Thursday night game, by the way. Then they play the Ravens in Baltimore. Ooh. And then they play the Saints in New Orleans. That's not an easy game either. They That's the make... Bengals' upcoming schedule. Yes, the next four games, okay? They're That's a tough in That's trouble. a tough schedule. They're in trouble. So you're saying facts. I'm hitting the panic button. Wow. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. Their next four games. I mean, look, the Jets, they're brutal. you know, disregarding the Jets. But they're, after that, I mean, you're talking the Dolphins, the Ravens, and the Saints. The Saints ain't no slouch either. So I, I'm, I'm worried about them. Wow. Okay. I mean, so this side of the table, they had the Bengals winning the division. Yeah. I had the Bengals getting in as a seventh seed, and they thought I was insane. And this was beginning of the season yeah. before yeah. they yeah. might play yeah. the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I Super, almost Super got Bowl. ran out of the room for saying they were a seventh seed. Yeah, I still think that was insane. I still believe it. Okay. So I'm saying, Cap, I think they'll win this week, and they'll put the doubts aside for, for another week. Okay. But... It's, they do not look good. They, they. I mean, this is supposed to be offensive-driven. The defense, you could argue, has been better to this point. Um, the offense, they can't get anything going. And Joe Burrow is running for his life and also just not particularly playing that well. That I didn't agree. seem to bother him last year. He last won- year, he was the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Number one. Okay? Number one. But those hits catch up to you. They man. do. Like, they really, really do. But that's it, it the thing. It takes a toll on your body. They do, and, and they also may be double teaming Chase on the one side. So Yeah. Higgins coming off a concussion. Yep. He hasn't won a game since he lost his appendix. His appendix. Poor guy. That also it's, could be playing into it because he missed like a month. Well, he lost the last three games. He lost the Super Bowl, <laughs> and he lost the first two games. Yeah, and he missed He missed all that practice and he missed time. All, so, he missed all training. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that matters. Maybe not as sharp. I'm not worried about him yet. Um, I'm not going to hit the panic button on this team because I still like them better than the team we're about to talk about, and what it's we, not the Ravens. What are we going to talk about the Flyers' power play? Oh, oh. You, you don't want to go there. I love the Flyers, but man. I do too. I'm broken. I, ble- they, they, I, I they ble- don't care about hockey. Uh, so you guys are hockey guys. Uh, I bleed orange. Me too. It's devastating. What's going on? Well, we'll see. <laughs> Some teams can surprise. Orange you. is my favorite color. There you go. That works. How do you feel about the Johnny Hockey situation? <laughs> Oh, I really wanted him here. Yeah, me too. I really, really wanted him here. Because one player like that could hypothetically change everything. Yeah. The way he's been playing. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a good player. He's putting it out there. He's, he's like, a good he, player. He was. All right, he don't depress me. Yeah. Back to football. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had, I, if you don't go there, I had, I'll hurt. Well, I shout, out, like shout, out, shout out to my boy, Matt Hurts. I had to get a Flyers question in there. There you go. Yeah. Is he watching? Uh, yeah, yeah, he is actually. He's the one so, that he wants to know about the. He goes, the Bucks are going to lose this week. There's no, they have no receivers. Ooh, wow. Yeah, Mike Evans suspended. Yeah, one game. I, I don't bet against this guy right here. That's one thing I don't bet against. So, tell him to tune in on Thursday, and he'll and he'll know who we're picking. <clears throat> and uh, every other time you're here too. Right. So with that being said, actually, 
Everyone out there, if you're watching, please share the stream right now. We got Dave Dinninger here. What are you waiting for? All Get right. on, you idiots. <laughs> share the stream. Join in and comment as always. Next up. Wow. The Dolphins and Ravens. Oh, my goodness. What a turn of events. The Dolphins stunning come from behind victory. They had one of the biggest fourth quarter explosions you'll ever see. 28 points in the fourth quarter. Tua Tagovailoa, six touchdown passes. And Lamar was slinging. Something went wrong. Let's talk about it. First, is Tua legit, guys? Is he legit? I mean, look, we do have to start putting respect on his name. So here's some, some, funny, Tua, some funny Tua facts. Tua has never had a losing record. Justin uh, Herbert has never had a winning record. But most everybody would take Justin Herbert over Tua. He's 8-1 against Super Bowl winning head coaches and 4-0 against Bill Belichick. I mean, he, ha look, wow. he has signature wins. I did not know that. He, it, it's I don't understand it. He just doesn't get any love. But he, I mean, yesterday he was, I mean, or yesterday, uh, Sunday, just look Fun. at what he did. Uh, look at what he did with those wide receivers. 178 yards, 150 yards. I mean, it's incredible, man. It, re it really is. Like, people have to start respecting the Dolphins. They really do. They're the second best team in that division. I, Agreed. I, I agree that they're the second best team in the division. Yeah. Do you think he's legit? Uh, maybe a little bit too early. I got to see a little bit more. But based on what I see, he is legit. He's getting his playmakers the ball, which he's supposed to do. That's he's, being, he's doing his job. Jalen Waddles getting in open space, making plays. You got Tyree Kill, who's awesome. They finally got Gusecki involved with a great catch About in the time, end zone. Right? That was a beautiful catch. Um, yeah, so if he's getting his playmakers involved, then he's doing his job. So, yeah, I would say he's legit. And in terms of fantasy relevant, absolutely. When you got Tyreek Hill, you got Jalen Waddle, yes, you are fantasy relevant. That's my take. And he has no run game. True. Hmm. Which doesn't. is what which is what was the the Bills Achilles heel for most of last year. Was that they couldn't uh, they didn't have the ability to run the ball. But when you have I am not don't you have to take this the wrong way, but when two is back there and he's dealing like that, it's like you don't really need it. Your thoughts, Dave? Well, is he legit? He's he's controlling everything. He's you know, anytime you can you can swing the ball out to a Tyreek Hill or let him run up the seam. I mean, there's nobody that can keep up with the guy. Um, you know, and then you can you know you send him deep. You hit Waddle underneath. You got his, you know Jazeki coming out into the flats. It's I mean he's just he's he's running the offense the way it should be run for him. Uh, could he do that in another system? I don't know. But he's doing everything right so far. He really is. And I wasn't sold on him. I know friends of mine aren't sold on him. But like you said, it's if you're a fantasy owner, yeah, you're sold on him. You have to be. Yeah, you have to be. I mean, certainly an improvement week to week, week one to week two. I mean, you can't get better than that in terms of improvement. Raven, um, Ravens cannot. You can't lose that game. No, you can't. You can't give up that many points in the fourth quarter. It was twenty-eight, no, I, right? I think it was twenty-eight it was, points in the fourth quarter. Which I'll get to in a second. I'm going to say this: um, Is he legit? He's another step closer. I, I still have my questions. So the guys. jury's still out for you. Then. Yeah, I, I I'm not a two a guy, but I do think he can win games in this system. And 
Uh, the team is talented, but this is notably a quarterback-friendly system run by Mike McDaniel. Um, he puts him in the right position. He's got all the weapons he needs. I do think if they don't run the football enough, though, this is going to come back to bite them at some point. Um, running the football, they actually ran it pretty decently yesterday. 4.8 yards per carry as a team. They just, they, they obviously were behind. Um, they couldn't run the football. And they were able to claw back in. Um, but, you know, most of the time, if he's throwing 50 passes, I'm telling you, they're losing. So, not with them two. Not with those wide no, receivers. I'm telling you, they are. And, and the, the key takeaway for me, the Ravens still should have won this game. But when Marlon Humphrey left the game, that was when those receivers started going nuts. Like, truly, like Tyreek Hill, especially. Jalen Waddle was already having a good game. But Marlon Humphrey leaving the game was the turning point for the Ravens. Because then they started slinging the rock around, around the yard. They were doing everything they wanted. They were getting open for days. What also didn't help was Kyle Fuller, their third corner, probably the best third corner in the whole league, because he was a legitimate lockdown guy, not even two years ago, okay? He was out for the season uh, after last week's game. I think it was his ACL. So then you're asking Marcus Peters in his first game back to have to step up and be the number one guy against these two closing out the game. Granted, you still can't blow that lead. No. Granted, but... You know, there's context to it. No, and Miami, context Miami's it. playing Buffalo this weekend. Yeah, they're going to get smacked. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This is a test. Yeah, I, I want to see it again. Um, it's in Buffalo. I, tune in. No, it's in Miami. It's in Miami. Yep. So, but here's another thing. Miami is another place like L.A. where and Washington where there's, there's going to be more Bills fans in the stadium than Dolphins fans. So good observation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you've right. been there, done that. You would know better than yeah. anybody. Yeah. Um, good insight. So all of us, are we going to say that the jury's out on the Dolphins or are they for real? Well, they're I, two and oh. I got a question. What would you want to see in Tua for you to put him in like legit category? I want to see him do it when his wide receivers are literally not wide the frick open. You know, like they were literally just standing there waiting for the ball at that time of the game. No, he did his job. Like part of the thing for him is. I want to see him develop as a downfield passer, and he was having no problem there. He was taking chances. Um, but I want to see him do this. Look, he, he couldn't do it for an entire three quarters against the Ravens when they were okay with Marlon Humphrey in the game. I want to see him do it That's on the fair. coverage just That's like fair. that. You know? That's fair. It, it's, it's dramatically different when it, we're talking about these fair. wide receivers being wide open. Literally, they were wide open all fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, but you put up forty-two points on the Ravens in Baltimore. Yeah, and you're doing, still, you're doing something, something. You're doing something right. And yeah. I think there was a stat that yep. I read. It was like teams leading by twenty-eight or more going into the fourth quarter are were like zero oh, and seven hundred and two. It's an epic collapse. It's epic. Well, it was what thirty-five to fourteen, fourth quarter. I don't I believe know. so. It was oh, thirty-five it was to fourteen. Uh, no, I think uh, no, it was four. 35. Yeah, because they tied it at 35, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, because you started texting me that you laid the points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they can't choke that game away. So I'm not saying they're for real yet, but that's a step in the right direction. And same for Tua. Give him the confidence, too. Like, that's the thing. Is like, okay, if he hits these throws, maybe he's willing to take them again in these situations that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, Ravens. Are we worried about them? I mean, I'm not at all. Even I, I know that this is epic, but... Is this going to carry over? No. I think they're a good football team. 
Harbaugh won't let it carry over. They got a great coach. Yeah, Lamar exactly Jackson's right. been slinging too. Perfect. Yeah. I just think it's kind of a, like shit happens. Yeah, it is what it is. Move on. Yep. They got hot. They they just they caught fire at the right time, and it is what it is. This you, will not happen to the Ravens again. Yeah, this will not so. happen to them again. Do you guys like what you're seeing from Lamar Jackson and Rashad Bateman? Rashad Bateman looks. He looks like what I wanted him in fantasy for faster than i thought he looks good man yeah he put on the burners he, he can, can he move, move. two yeah. tds in he a row fly down the sideline yeah he's he's got some speed to him now uh, yeah i mean look he looks great he looks great but if he could be the number one for them the ravens could be really good because they'll get dobbins back they'll start you know they got mark andrews who's probably a top three tight end in his league yep, yep. Um, so they're gonna be they're gonna be all right the ravens yeah imagine if they kept hollywood and what about lamar guys I mean, nope. to me, Lamar's Lamar. He is. He does his job. He's place. good. I just, I, you know, he, he had a he had near a perfect game. quarterback rating in this game. Yeah, he's they still great. they still lost. So I know. I it's I just think my thing with Lamar is is like when it gets cold weather, like I want to see him develop like a passing attack, like he got like like he should. You know what I mean? Like as the elite. You're talking about playoff atmosphere. I'm talking about playoff atmosphere. You're on the road. It's freezing cold. I want to see him sling the ball. To his wide receivers that's all i want to see in lamar and i i hope he could do it this year i'm rooting for him he should he should get paid though they yeah. he deserves his money he is literally the ravens would he walk away from 250 yes i believe so yeah, because he won, he won a guarantee contract because he wanted deshaun okay. watson money he wanted deshaun money yes. the nfl yeah. is keen on making sure that is just an outlier mistake from a garbage from a historically garbage franchise they're going to have a tough time doing what, that. The, uh, the Deshaun I think, Cable I, I thing. Think yeah. They're making, the they're making the... a point to make that an outlier contract and not make that the norm. I mean, the only other one was Kirk Cousins, who... Yeah, as, as an NFL employee, <laughs> yeah. I cannot I cannot comment on players' contracts. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll stay out of that business. But Lamar Jackson, seven TDs in two games. I think he's a stud. Right in the MVP conversation, nice and early. Um, and I told you about Rashad Bateman. I told you. I wanted him. But I didn't even know he was that fast. Like, I expected him to be a guy that could separate, but not with speed. Yeah. So I, even I, like, that's why I'm saying I had to bring that up because I'm just like, wow, he's fast, too. His touchdown, he hit 21 miles per hour. Okay. Last but not least, Philly Phil. You were at this game. The Chiefs Chargers on oh, Thursday yeah. night. It's a great game. All right. Dave was there. Camera in hand, guys. Camera on tripod. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm not a handheld guy for football. Yeah, that wouldn't be fair to you, right? That would that would hurt. Those guys work. Those guys work <laughs> their tails off. Our handheld guys. Yeah, unbelievable. Heavyweight battle though, AFC West dynamic uh, duo, if you want to call it that for now. They both look exceptional. Um, so guys, first things first. I'm gonna revisit this. It's super early, and we saw two. Elite teams, basically. Yes. We can agree on that. Yeah. Two elite teams, two elite quarterbacks. Which team would you take right now if you had to say? Because um, we had some varying AFC West picks here. I had the Chiefs. Uh, you guys had the Chargers. I had the Chargers. Both of you. Yeah. You had the Chiefs fourth, Chargers. but in the playoffs still. Yeah. Are you willing to revisit that? Do you think it's too soon? Chiefs 2-0. Schedule not getting any easier. Like, who's... Who's the AFC West best team right now? I don't have to say by record. No, by record, I still think it's the Chargers. I agree. Well, I will see. I would say the Chargers if Herbert didn't get hurt. 
what happened to him is going to bother him all through the season. That that's sucks. that's an injury that that, that cannot uh, heal without rest. And you, you could put the flak jacket on. You could do everything you want. You could shoot him up before a game. It's going to affect him. It's like a baseball player getting an oblique. I, mean, I don't know if you guys saw the replay about what happened, but it happened right in front of me. He got taken down, and when he got pulled down, his rib cage landed on the helmet of the guy that tackled him, Ugh. and that's what popped the cartilage. Brutal. And, I mean, what we saw when he tried to scramble right, and he had all the field in front of him. Oh, and he just, he just threw it. And he could not even move. Yeah. But that throws a seed. That was an absolute missile. That was Joshua Palmer. Yep. One of the best No, that was to DeAndre Carter. That one was? Yeah, the touchdown was to Palmer. Yeah, I'm, ta I'm talking about that. Oh, I was talking about the 50-yard throw that he put right in DeAndre Carter's yeah. hands right after okay. that. Either way, though, exceptional. Yeah, it's a great game. He's, he's I, it was a great game. And, and, and unfortunately, the interception... The hundred yard interception return for the touchdown. I mean that was that was that was it. Yeah, that was the first I think if the Chargers go in put that and put the game away if they That's score over. there. Yeah. Uh I I went into that saying I think that the team that wins this game tonight I was telling some of the guys I work with, whoever wins this game tonight's winning the AFC West. Yeah. And I, I feel you on that. And I and it's a shame because I, I think the Chargers outplayed them. I really I think the Chargers absolutely outplayed it's them that fair game. Yeah. And it's fair. To me, like Asante Samuel, his dad was probably yeah. screaming at the screen when he dropped oh the one God. in the end zone. And I actually believe he the one was an interception. Me too. Yeah, I mean, I, by the number of throws, not just by Mahomes, but by elite quarterbacks this week that were interceptable was mind-blowing. And he was part of that. He had a couple of them. Yeah. Um, but he otherwise... That was a pick six from the end zone for Asante. It was. Yeah. Legitimately, oh, yeah. there was Absolutely. nobody in front of him. But he and, still had a good game otherwise. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Still the, the throw he threw to the tight end over uh, J.C. Jackson, right on the button. I was worried, like, when Andy Reid didn't go for it on fourth and goal, I thought that was – they were going to lose. I yeah. honestly did. I'm like, oh, what are, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know? So, um, I actually agree. I think the Chargers played a little bit better in that game. But the thing with the Chargers, and we all love them here. They were my sleeper team last year. They have to learn how to win. Yeah. Because they have all the talent. We already know that. They got the quarterback, the talent. They have to learn how to win. And that's, You have to win. That's for me, is what separates Mahomes from so many players, that in those moments, Mahomes can do it. Exactly. He, and he was finds, in control. He finds a way to do it. He knows how to win. Yeah, like Mahomes he knows how to, to do it. And Herbert doesn't yet. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. That's the thing. And that was the big question mark going yes. into the year. For, yeah. for me, for everybody here, because, I mean... I was devastated last year when they missed the playoffs because that was my surprise pick in, yeah. to get in. He is. So I was like, talented. man, I'm going to look good. And they lose to the Texans. How could you forget? <laughs> I still yeah, think. You remember that? I still, I still think the Chargers are a better football team, though. I think they're going to be better. Overall. Yeah, I got the Chiefs. Overall. I got the Chiefs winning the division, but overall. this could be an AFC championship game. Like, I'm still worried about the Chiefs' offensive weapons outside of Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I, I still Tyree I, I think it's no, and not, it's not Tyreek Hill. They moved the football just fine. It's not Tyreek who Tyreek Hill is still very Oh, I know. Very, he is very, the guy that he's the guy that Mahomes would find late in games over the middle. You know, he would just go yes. sit just he would find, he'd find a soft spot in coverage yeah. and they hit still, him and then he, he scurries for 15 or 20 after for the For the catch. better part of that game, Travis Kelsey was kind of quiet. Yes. Yeah. And they that's still the had a two-score lead in the fourth quarter, you know? But that's the reason that's Mahomes, point. Mahomes, he should have had, he could have had four interceptions. He could have. He looked discombobulated. That's why they play defensive back, though. They got to catch that ball. But he doesn't have a go-to guy. 
because you can key in on Kelsey, which is what scared me about them to begin with. You can key in on Kelsey. Juju Smith had like 20 yards receiving. Yeah, 10. Oh, and by the way, 10. real fast, can we stop with MVS? He stinks. I, I know. He, I don't he, care. I'm for tired of hearing about him. Uh, I've been hearing too. about him since Green Bay. I don't like Juju oh, either. He can run deep. He's going to stretch the field. No, the only thing he's. No, I'm not even going to go there. He, he, he stinks. That's all I need to say. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I know where the, you're going. Everybody's the got games. their opinions. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Juju guy either. I have I high hopes for him this year. I don't year. think he has it. He's done. I actually he did like great week one though. I think that McCole Harbin looks better than I thought. I want to see the them best. use. I think he'll turn out. He'll be their number yeah. one guy. And I'm, I'm actually curious to see what happens with Sky Moore as we go on with the season because obviously they're not even using him right now. Um, he's like their punt returner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. This is surprising to me. I thought they would use him a little bit more, sprinkle him in some more. Um, so that question is still not you know not answered. They don't have their go-to besides Kelsey. And maybe that matters more in a playoff game. But this game, this was still a two-score lead in the fourth. Well, you know what's going to happen. Andy Reid will have one of his games where, you know, Mahomes throws it 70 times. And, and there'll be five five receiver sets. That's when you'll see Sky Moore. You'll see him in those. And then just bring him in and he produces in that moment and then get some more work. Right. Yeah. Mahomes, what, had a completion of nine different receivers or something like that? A ridiculous yeah. it's, amount? I think, I think it was nine guys. Yeah. He Actually, ten. Too. Ten. Was it ten? Yeah. Ten guys. I mean, that's oh no, completed passes to nine, nine but yeah. through to ten. Oh, yeah, right, like, that's there you just, go. That's incredible work. Yeah, that's yeah, just a is. testament to how good he is. You have to do that. He's the best player in the NFL. The second, but <laughs> who's your first? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. The throw right now. Player in the NFL. The best player right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. I know he's the goat. His <laughs> offensive line is banged up. He had no wide receivers. Went to went to New Orleans to handle business. The throw he made he to Rashad right. Perryman from the opposite hash into the corner of the end zone was unbelievable. But he's not the best player in the NFL right now. Yes, he he's is. still very good. He's the GOAT. He's still the GOAT. And don't forget who has the Bucks. I had them as my number one still all along. And they'll be in the Super Bowl. I'll say it's about the Chiefs, though. One last quick You think point. the Bucks will be in the Super Bowl this year? That's what I was leaving. Oh, can we get a Super Although, Bowl? Yeah. I'll tell you this. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll tell you. Go, go yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. All right, All right cool. Go cool, ahead. Cool. Like, that's how we could close well, out. I yeah, want to well, hear your opinion show, on yeah. this, okay. too. Okay. Because we, we did some wild stuff here. Well, I did. Um, <laughs> even though, I, you know. Whatever. I want to point out one thing go about ahead. the Chiefs where I really, really like, like about them. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is playing phenomenal yeah. football. Running through the tackle, running between the tackles, finding space. They're getting him involved in the passing game. That's his specialty. That's what they got him for. They didn't throw to him enough the last he was two years. Great in LSU catching he, out of the backfield. And, and he looked he's like he's great. got burst again. He does. He's healthy. He does. He he's looks healthy. really good. He looks so really good. That could be major for them. Um, Austin Eckler, though, guys. Oh, man. Well, I don't know what's going Not on. Not top 10. I don't know what's going on with him. It's well, early. Nobody saw that coming, though. It's early. Sony Michelle and Josh Kelly taking his carries away. That's odd behavior from. Uh, I, I think he's an incredible player, just not a top ten fantasy option. That's crazy, but all right. I still ranked him number nine out of respect. Okay. Don't forget, <laughs> Austin Eckler is. He got he got over. He's, okay. he's awesome. He's just not being used right now for some weird. He's odd not running reason. well either. I don't understand it, but two point eight yards per carry this game. Yeah, I mean they've been really. And again, bad I think run. he's. I think he's very good. How many carries did he have? Fourteen. Not enough, but. That's where what they want to have. What are the other, have what are the other, how many how many rushes did they have the whole game? Twenty four. 
he might have, yeah, he might have tweaked something. You never know. I don't know. I mean, it's early in the year. Nine I mean, if a guy feels something, shorter. they'll pull him. Nine That's catches, early. though. Like, that guy, he got those catches, or the fantasy community would be... I played him in fantasy, so I don't like, about it. They'd be terrorized right now. Oh, he had nine catches? Nine I didn't catches. realize he had he that got much. A, a, lot, oh, okay. a lot late. Um, but, yeah. He's a beast. So, I'm not even sure where we were going with this. I'm just going to say this, guys. I want to know Dave's Super Bowl picks. How about, how about we do... Uh, NFC Championship, AFC Championship, and, and then we'll and then we'll break it down to okay. the final. Yeah, that's cool. this is great. Yeah, that's okay. awesome. I'm gonna say, uh, I think I think it's gonna come down to a rematch again. I think it's gonna be Kansas City and Buffalo in the AFC. Oh, that would be awesome. And uh, I think it's gonna be the Eagles and the Bucks. And I think it's gonna be the Bills and the Eagles. In the Super Bowl. I said the Bills and Bucks. And who's winning? I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, man. Uh, how great would that be? Now, here's another funny thing. I'm I am not doing the Super Bowl this year. Oh man. Uh, so you actually get to watch it then? I get to watch it. Now last year I watched it. Last year was the first year I didn't do a Super Bowl since nineteen ninety eight or wow. ninety nine. I've done twenty four of them. Wow. Oh and uh, last year, I couldn't do it. I was going to do it. I couldn't do it because I was offered a chance to go to Beijing and do figure skating. Wow. The figure skating competition with NBC. And I took it. And it meant missing championship weekend and Super Bowl. Oh, you so I did classics, the, man. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. But we watched it. It was weird watching the Super Bowl live at 6 o'clock in the morning on Monday in China. Wow, experience! That's, it was, yeah, it was amazing. Man. It was, it was, was awesome. I was in Mexico for the, for the championship game against uh, the Vikings. Right. I was in Riviera Maya, and we were going crazy. The uh, like the bellhop or whatever came up, and uh, somebody complained about the noise because we were going crazy, right when that interception happened yeah. with Patrick Robertson. Sure. And it just, but I heard from people that at the time when that interception happened at the game, that that was the loudest that stadium has ever been. I believe it. I believe it. I'll say this too. Actually, I was there for the Falcon game when the pass was incomplete to Julio in the end zone. Like right before that, and after that, I could make that same argument. It was the loudest. I, I literally felt like I was going to fall down. Like I was they in C thirty eight, and I thought I was going to fall. Dude, they were lucky to win that game. Yeah. I know. So, I mean, I the rest is history. I think I think back at that and I go, man, oh man, they could have lost that game. Yeah, Julio was catching that ball like you know, yeah, nine times yeah. out of ten. Not on Jay. Dave, I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. <laughs> Who? <laughs> do you think? Do you think the Eagles should have kept Foles after he won the bowl? <gasps> Burning hot. Wow. I pop. I this didn't tell him to do this. This is what I. Do. I. I mean, look, as an Eagles fan, I've got a soft spot for the guy. The guy yeah. won us the Super Bowl. No doubt. I understand what the what the team did. You know, by by keeping their franchise quarterback, I I would have kept them. I would have kept them. Me too. Them. Wow. Me too. Be, yeah. Just just because yeah. you don't know if Wentz is going to stay healthy. That's fair. You know, you you just did not know, I, and what? I, I I think it was one of those things. I think once this once the season would have started, if you know if Foles was still there, I think Wentz would have constantly been looking over his shoulder. And everybody, as soon as Wentz would throw in a complete pass, 
put Foles in. Put Foles in. The thing put is, Foles though, in. Foles always gets hurt, too. No one talks about that. Doesn't matter. He didn't get this hurt guy in the can't playoffs. Get, I know, but will he get through the whole regular season, though, as a, it, as a starter? People, people wouldn't remember the regular season that year. They <laughs> sure. know what he did in the Vikings game, and they know he was holding up the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year. That's, that's the bottom line. That's Fair. it. That's the bottom I, line. That I, is it. My other Foles thing, it's not really a question, but what if it's more of a what if what if alshon doesn't drop that ball in new orleans they're winning two in a row personally i mean that's like he was that's a bad drop because they probably beat the saints that yes. year if he catches that. i agree with that they're well winning. i mean that's they're the winning thing. Again. i mean he was catching that 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 drop was at the 25 yard line yeah that that would have set them up for the I field mean, goal they still had a no i think they had a they couldn't kick a field they had to they had to put it in the end zone didn't they I thought they needed a field goal because I thought I no, I don't think it was on the twenty five. I thought it was a little further out. It was to get them in the field goal range on fourth down. Yeah, I thought they had a score. I thought they had to put it in the end zone. I don't remember, honestly. I just remember that they I had didn't the do that. I did not do that game. Uh I forget where I was that week of the Eagle Saints game. The games all all blend in. Um It looked like destiny that they were gonna pull it off again and it was just like what? Yeah. I know. I really, I actually thought they would have won the Super Bowl. It sucks because here's the thing: when Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, that was the that was the beginning of the end of Carson Wentz being anywhere near elite. And it's tough because when he was ranked as the third best player in the NFL after that after after that season, he should have been MVP. He, he was have. he if if he finished the season the way he was going, he was winning the MVP. And they, I still believe they would have won the Super Bowl because at that time, like the way he was playing. It was a it was a pure voting, and he was ranked third. So it's like it's it's tough, but it's, I agree with when you, he Mike. won the Super Bowl, that was the beginning of the end of him because he never recovered from it mentally. And that's and that's like, I don't even hold that against him. That's a hard thing to overcome. If yeah. your backup just came in after you did all the dirty work, it's never happened, and he got the A plus. Yeah. That's tough. If Foles won that Saints game, I could envision them keeping him after that. I, yeah. I could have envisioned them keeping him even if they lost the next game. If he just won the Saints game, there would have been a conversation. Yeah. There's a conversation to be had. Yeah. And then, I mean, then you wonder, <laughs> hey, if Carson Wentz doesn't get cheap shotted by Clowney, is he still an eagle right now? Well, that, the, that probably would be the case too, right? Yeah. I'm good where we yeah. are. His I face at, is in the I, dirt. I was at that game. That's Seattle game. That was rough. That yep. was a cheap shot. That was, that was terrible. Dirty. Yeah. Dirty. You know what, though? The. You know, if Fletcher Cox could have done that to Russell Wilson, he would have done the same thing. It's that's the name it's, of the, it's, 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 the sport. it's the sport. Yeah, I agree. The football gods have an interesting way of working. It's weird, like especially even with this Jimmy G thing. It just it feels like he was going to start again for this team. Right. You know, it just felt like it. I wish they traded. Like him. it's just so. Well, know. here's an here, let's let let's put it in this way. Go ahead. Trey Lance is their guy, their future quarterback. What happens if Jimmy G takes these guys to the NFC Championship game, and then next year, Trey Lance, Trey Lance comes back? They go, okay, well, we got to trade Jimmy G. They're going to you're in the same that. position. They're going to have to answer the same question yeah. that the Eagles had to answer. Right. I don't care what. No, it would be says. worse for them. And it would be, he's been to a Super It'll Bowl. It'll be worse and... because Trey Lance has not proven a thing. And that'll be three NFC Championship games in five years. And that's why I would keep them. Do you know how hard it is to get to the championship game? Like, let alone to get to the Super Bowl. Yep. The, the fact that he could do that, why would you get rid of somebody like that? It hey, doesn't let, make any let's sense. Let's see if they could do it you again. Got a Super Bowl ready roster now. You got a quarterback who has experience in the playoffs, done it before. I'm keeping that guy. That's that's my yeah. guy. He could get me there. 
He could get me there. If we tweak things here and there, we're good. That's my take. Let's see if they can do it again, man. You, I mean, nah, hey. it's bird season. <laughs> I'll tell you what, your um, prediction, based on what we've seen so far, and, you know, not incorporating, you know, surprises and all that stuff. That feels like the most likely situation to me. Well, now, now, I if mean, you're Jaylen going in the week, you know, going in the week three. Jalen Hurts plays this way. That will be the scenario. I, I will bet you that that's the, the final four right there. Exactly what you just said. Word for word. It's got a shot. It's got, it's got like a it shot. It feels the likeliest. Key word I'm using. Yeah. You know, if I'll tell you this. If, if Herbert didn't get hurt, I would have said it was going to be Chargers Bills. That's what he said. Yeah. That's what, exactly. Yeah. What I'm telling said. you, this 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 injury to his ribs is going to bother him yeah. all year. Because yeah. here's I'm the so thing: like you were that. saying, like he needs rest to do it, and he's going to be getting tackled. Yeah. And like you you actually alluded to it earlier, like on that one right before he threw that pass, that like that 50 yard bomb. I mean, he didn't even run for the first down because he didn't want to get hit. He just yeah. threw the ball and was like, I'm not yeah. doing that. And the next play, it hurt him that seed. much. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It hurt, I'm it hurt him that much. I just I I I, I like the kid. He's my. He is my my uh, nephew George's favorite player in the league, and I, you hate to see these young, future star quarterbacks get injured like that. I and it was a fluke injury; it wasn't a cheap shot yeah, or anything like that. You know, the guy tackles him, the guy makes a nice play, uh, and and it just so happens that Herbert's Herbert's ribs land on the guy's helmet, helmet. And face mask. Yeah, yep. it's. I mean, it can happen. That can happen thirty times a game. I think he's a top five quarterback, elite. But he Herbert? needs to win. Yeah, I think yes. he's top five. I think he is. Thank you. I got him hovering around there. Yeah, I think he's there. Okay, I'm, I'm good with that. Revisit, but who's your five? Who's your five? <laughs> who's your top five? Oh, let's do that. Um, jeez, I had Mahomes, um, Rogers, Brady, but they're interchangeable to me. Um, then I had at four. Oh my goodness, who did I have? Josh Allen, right? Yeah, I think it was no Josh Allen, and then Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. I a, had. I right. had. I had like, I was battling on that five <clears throat> spot with Russell Wilson. I might have put him there in our show. I don't remember. I had Tom Brady. Mike Mahomes. Godfather. You Mike, gave me that nickname first. Stick to it, uh, Dave. I had Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Aaron Rodgers. Okay. That's who I had too. Okay. So where's Herbert with you? Six, seven? Six, seven. But, okay. I mean, I, I'm a Rogers truth teller. They like to call it hating, okay. but I'm a truth Hater. teller. No, I just think the guy gets overpraised for not, not delivering when it matters most. And that's just, that really is the truth of it. Okay. But he's that's still better good. than five, though. Back-to-back -back MVP. Meant nothing. Lost to Jimmy G, who you say is below average. No, I said he was average. Oh, all right. Looks Actually, like I might have even said above average. Rogers is top. I might have said above average. I, I, have him at, I have him at five. Yeah. That's a good spot. Who's He's your good top player. five then? I would say Allen, Mahomes, Rogers, Herbert, and. Uh... Don't disappoint me, Dave. What do you want me to say Derek Carr? Don't disappoint me. Don't. No, I'm going to say. You're uh... missing that dude. Who am I missing? Brady. Oh, you mean TV twelve? Yeah. Is he top five? I don't know if he's top don't five. Do that, I don't know if he's top five don't anymore. Do that, mm -hmm. 
I don't know if he's and top five anymore. I did that out of respect. Oh, you better stop it over there. I did it out of respect. <laughs> You're lucky we got company because I will bury you in for, for Russell Wilson right now. You're lucky, bro. Don't go there. Do not go there. Do not go there. I'm back Tom Brady to the Let first series this year. Jeez, I'm sorry I started this. <laughs> All right. I would say, you know what? Nah, he's he's the best I've ever seen, Brady. I'll I'll give him I'll put him in my top five. He's the best I've yeah, ever and, seen. And he's still a top five quarterback. That's fair. The keywords are right now. Now my buddy, is, you know, my buddy watching, up. my buddy watching, texting me hurts. That's, uh, the, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the Eagles fan. In yeah, see, I can't do that. I would love to say hurts. Maybe at the end of the, maybe at the end of the year we can say hurts in December. If he plays like this, you never know. I love this. I'm bringing people into this podcast. This is great. Yeah, That's man. awesome, man. It's awesome. We should get Matt Hurts. We should get my buddy Matt Hurts in here as a guest. Hey, guy's a legend too. Absolutely. He's obviously chatting football with you. Have him here. You're welcome here anytime. If you guys ever have to refinance your mortgage, you can call him. <laughs> I might have to do that actually. <laughs> <laughs> Ocean City, man, it's rough. Um, yeah, it must be really rough living in those houses down there. I'm, the way yeah, the prices I'm exaggerating went up. a little bit, though. Yeah, I love three it. years ago, three hundred thousand dollars houses now nine hundred thousand. Yeah, I would make crazy. out well, don't worry. No kidding. But like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now everyone knows where I live. All right. Big big bucks over here lives in Ocean City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Easy. All right, Philly Phil, you want to put on the BNI music? Um. Everybody, wow, what a show. That was awesome. Listen, Dave Didinger, thank you so much for joining us. Well, on it, was my, it was my pleasure, Appreciate boys. It, this was a blast, man. That was awesome. You are welcome awesome. here anytime. Well, thank you. Absolutely, man. Honestly, anytime that you're free from your grueling travel schedule. Yeah, right. We got Tuesday night open for you, man. You were awesome tonight. Um, so, everybody, that was episode 108 of Psychotic and Iconic, powered by Playmaker, and it was brought to you by PrizePix, daily fantasy made easy. Also, we were live at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com, where you need to go right now and subscribe to our show and keep up with all this football content and these amazing guests like Dave Dinninger. If you miss it, you're going to have to watch this, man. All right. Next episode is Thursday. We do our usual game picks. We have our previews, um, 8 p.m. And finally, what is Nick wearing? Fantastic fabric. All right. Courtesy of IPP Pressworks, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And if you want P&I merch, be sure to DM us. We will take care of you. Pricing and info. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again to Dave Dinninger. And I'm Philly it Phil, off. I got I love Philly Phil. <laughs> with the sound man, effects. Man, He's man, like, man. it's like the second coming of Fred Norris over there with the sound effects. He's the fucking let's best. Talk the game. Let's talk about. He's it. the best. He is. He is the best. And so now, what we do here is I pass it off to theories. Dave, thank you again. Thank you very much, guys. Dave, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, it's it's my pleasure. This was, was a blast. Awesome show. We had this a great was a blast. time. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other stuff. Also, follow us on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and we will see you guys this Thursday at P&I. Man, baby. you guys do more than I do. Jeez. <laughs> we like that. That's awesome. <laughs>